you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. You can get closer to a truly bum-free shave by ordering your Bevel right now. Go to GetBevel.com slash FriendZone to order your Bevel today. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash FriendZone. Start shaving smarter with Bevel today. Okay. Welcome to the FriendZone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as k Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the FriendZone. The Friends Money don't make me happy. And if your eye, your eyelashes nappy, I'm tired of being y'all niggas pappy. Hold your own and please make it snappy. Watch the TV and I'm getting aggy. Loving hip hop trash and alkies. Mimi hot and cold, Jessica's flabby. Carly Red <laughs> ran out of attractive. Mama D insane, that's a scrappy. Then you got Stevie in court flashy. Jocelyn said, nigga, you the daddy. Kirk got a kid, should have been flaccid. Tammy left walking, now he won't back in. Deb at the voice at the Crib voice not cracking. <laughs> Lower than the people that did casting. Lower than the people that did casting? Blasting? Blast your radio? Turn it up, turn it up, and you hear me, ho? Because when I pull up in the Mercedes, ho, then I know you got a beatbox to get it go. Get gone, get gone, get wrong. You got a different other thong. I don't know the color of that one. It's wrong, so let's stop the song. That's all I got for you. I, you know, I can't, I can't focus the way that I want to focus. Why is that? This week, um, it, it's spring cleaning, so I've just been getting rid of a lot of junk, right? <laughs> just getting rid of a lot of stuff. So you know, just a new week. Y'all gonna get some new fresh raps from me next next month, okay? Because I told y'all I was gonna sing and I still freestyle, but I'm singing next month. It's gonna be a, like the dream month next month. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Long time ago, somebody used to say, "You're welcome once, you're welcome twice, you're welcome, 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 welcome back." <laughs> so, welcome back to the friend zone, everybody. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? When you said welcome, it made me think of that video with the uh, one of them youth, the Instagram people. He goes, "Welcome, welcome, welcome me, welcome you." And me and Crystal always say that shit to each other when we see each other. Wow. Followed by, "Hey, swank lady, swank is a boutique out somewhere." Swank. I thought you were talking about swag, Nene Leaks Boutique. Oh, my God. It, along the same lines. Along, yeah. It's like one of those hood stores, but I don't know if it was actually owned by a celebrity such as 
Well, would you, yeah, such Nene's as a celebrity. <laughs> you know that though, that type of celebrity. There's Nene and Candy and Rashida. They all got the boutiques out there. They do. Rashida has pressed, which the jokes write themselves. Um, Candy got tags, which you know. <laughs> Uh, who else? <laughs> Toya Wright got garb. I don't have nothing bad to say about Toya Wright. I've always liked her. I don't I, have I nothing Toya. bad it's to say. It's something about Toya. Yeah. She, Toya truly is like America's sweetheart. She really, like, for she, real. Like, for real. She's beautiful. It's like she's... she's Who's Toya? Toya Wright, um, Lil Wayne's ex-wife. Regina's oh, mama. Oh, yeah. She's so pretty, too. She Regina's mama. Well, before we jump in, mm-hmm. we have to thank you guys for last week's episode, <laughs> making it to the top 100. Yes, we do. That Charting. was awesome. I guess you guys had just as much fun as we clearly had on that episode. We were singing about the charts and made one. Look at that. You see how that work out? <laughs> Look at that right there. You see how that work out? I love it. We had so much fun, so we're glad that you guys enjoyed that. So, well, last week's episode was the White Radio episode. That title is hilarious. And <laughs> and we basically went through the charts of the pop and alternative radio place playlists from 90, what did we do, 93 to like 2004. Infinity. <laughs> right. 93 and, to Infinity. <laughs> right. And we basically sang everything that stood out to us and that we remembered and you guys had a lot to say as usual so who stood out to you asante i have a couple of all-around shout outs because you know there were there's so much good music out there so whenever we do the music episode i get really excited and forget shit so fun we of course we didn't cover a lot of you know our faves like we wanted to so somebody uh danny's world was tweeting swv buster rhymes i think we talked about Aaliyah a little bit because you know we were focusing more on so like you know the jewel and the red hot chili peppers and all that but uh you know diggable planets that cool like that song return roberta slick or was it return to slick Rebirth of Slick. Rebirth of Slick, yeah. yeah. That was one of the hot jams. So I just want to shout out Danny's World. And I also want to give one more shout out to Brandon Smith, who requested that I make a playlist. It is coming. I will talk about that more during the Music Man segment. <laughs> what stood out to you, Fran? Um, I'm actually going to take a tweet. Um, hey, at, I'm, I'm street. dipping into your woods. No, that's Fran's neighborhood. So, <laughs> right, we ain't it's in the streets. Okay. Um, so it's at so always gold said in middle school, people would make fun of me for the music I'd listen to, but I see friends on pause should have been my friends back then. So I saw a lot of people saying that they were surprised, first of all, that they remembered all the words, which is so funny when you haven't listened to a song in like 20 years. Um, but yeah, everybody basically knew all the same songs that we did. So I guess we were all little secret squirrels. Okay. Listening <laughs> to Green Day. We was connected then, y'all. Right. What about you, Dustin? What stood out to you in the streets? In the streets. So I found um, a tweet from at TJ, which his uh, Twitter handle is at I said it off. Uh, who said, look at Dustin, the cat's name is Ed Sheeran, laughing my ass off. And they actually tweeted me, retweeted a tweet from a Twitter account called Cat Connection LA, where they said, Ed Sheeran, three-year-old, flame point, Siamese, very playful. It's like a cat you can adopt. And his name is Ed Sheeran. And he looks just like Ed Sheeran. Look at the cat. Look at the cat. You see the cat? Look at the cat. cat I'm telling y'all. So shout out. Shout out to I Said It Off. Also, shout out to at Veronica, Veronica Column, V-E-R-O-N-I-C-O-L-U-M-N, 
who tweeted, uh, who actually retweeted a tweet from Rolling Stone. They said they saw it and thought immediately about us. It was Rolling Stone who wanted us to listen to the Cranberries' new orchestral take on Linger. So right oh. after we got finished talking about the Cranberries, Rolling Stone tweeted um, an, uh, an orchestral uh, performance. Doesn't that always happen to us? Yeah. I swear. Remember Dirty Projector? Yeah. Right. It's so funny. I um oh one more last one that I'm I'm gonna shout out this week I think it might be some more but I'm just gonna start here and maybe stop here but there's a lady named Dot Warner her Twitter handle is at Murky D M E R K I E D mm-hmm. and she says she was catching up with episode 81 on the Friend Zone and that sweet L D from Oak Towns 357 was her aunt she is doing <laughs> and looking good go what? follow sweet L D 357 on IG so of course I went. And I saw her. It was one of the members of Oak Towns 357 that we mentioned last week. Her niece is a listener of the show, heard us on the show talking about 357 and told me, and I quote, go look at her aunt. Sweet LD is my aunt. She is doing slash looking good. And the fact that she said that, I like you. So shout out <laughs> to you, Murky D. Yes. Uh, it was a lot of other stuff that happened, but you know, whatever. Actually, now that you're saying that, someone actually hit us on the friend zone Twitter mm-hmm. and said that they go to church with Quindon. <laughs> uh, oh God. <laughs> they said that they told him. Oh, he got mad, didn't he? No, he oh, was like excited. Say- yeah, and they told him that we did his entire section Listen, from uh what's the movie? Romeo and Juliet. The, the motion Marlo. picture. Right. It was Leo DiCaprio and acting in every goddamn movie we've ever seen. <laughs> but that killed me that Quinton goes to church with him and his family, and now he's probably going to listen to us the singing jam. the choir part. I was part. watching Everybody the video. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube of when he got booked for the part, and they were looking for the young Stevie Wonder, and they were showing him just singing it. Like, oh, uh, I was so like, cute. damn, this little nigga talented. Yo, like, he could sing his ass off. What? Yeah. The funny thing about it is that everybody reached out to us like, oh, that's my cousin. I go to church with him or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The fact that everybody hit the us up like that. Small. I love, I love it. I love it. it. Keep getting connected in the friend zone. Okay. So let's jump no, into this week's show. We are not jumping into this week's show until I get an apology because everybody named Mama has tweeted me about this goddamn igloo. <laughs> that oh, they didn't believe. That we <laughs> But we believed you (laughs) So if you listening And you thought I wasn't Gonna say nothing There it is Okay I did see the tweets Of people being like Oh shit This was real I sent y'all The pictures of it When I saw that shit I was was like You know what I'm just And there was a line At the igloo The other night It might have melted a line Like a club line To get in Listen There is only one crate In there And I guess only So many people Can huddle around At a time You have to wait your turn Or else it's gonna get too hot And the igloo might melt like the fact that they put that milk crate in there upside down, I'm like, damn, this shit is like low key art. It was public art. <laughs> it was an installation. It was public art. It was That's what that was, man. That's right. Shout out to all the people on my block a from Twitter. Hot boxing in an in an igloo. <laughs> That's in Harlem. Boxing in an igloo in, in Harlem, Harlem In motherfucking Harlem. And your ass seen it. it of right all there, the people in the all, world for that me. to be around a Sunday. But do you know he FaceTimed me from the igloo? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ain't got to tell everybody everything. You ain't got to tell I was everybody. like, Asante, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and then I tried to play it off. Talk I was, about I was me, like, me here. I was, like, I was like, I accidentally FaceTimed you. And she was like, I thought you loved us. I, like, I did. I'm in the igloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we walk back up here and show you the igloo. So when you went in the igloo, were you a Long. 
So jumping no, into what, this, this is what I'm show. saying. This is why I'm asking. Oh, I was like, what you? I ain't mean? trying to get in the middle of your busyness. I'm just saying, like, you know, like, were there other people there, or has the line died down? Like, what's the scene? Like, what's the foot traffic? Yeah, I definitely went when there was no foot traffic. You know, I like to go. You know, during let out hours, everybody let out had their moment. So I just went in there by myself. And you know, FaceTime a little bit made me a little Drake uh-huh. video. I made a couple of Drake videos. I thought you said of- made me a drink. I was gonna say it's a bar in the goddamn angle. <laughs> Listen, you know it's gonna be cold now. Perfectly chill. <laughs> yeah, it is. I can't see y'all. Lick oh it on God. freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's just get into it now. Now we're allowed. Now we are allowed. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) So on this week's show, first of all, happy spring, y'all. Happy spring. Spring has sprung. Right? Yesterday was the first official day of spring. I know us New Yorkers, except for the igloo. The igloo must not be too happy about that. But we are happy to welcome the warm weather finally. (laughs) Ecstatic. (laughs) After all these months. Loved you, igloo. This wasn't such a bad winter, though, right? It was pretty mild. It was not. We were spoiled. We were. Yeah, that um, climate change. But when the snow scary. came, it came. And when <laughs> it got cold, it got cold. As okay, hell. it did. It, did. it got but serious. I say, it seemed like it didn't get cold till after the election either. The weather was doing good until after that election, we got them bitter, cold, hard, down feet hurting, burning, cold. You ever been so cold you burning? <laughs> That's some kind of cold <laughs> for real. When you so cold, you burning. Uh. Start I love walk- the face though. Start walking like Annalise. All right. <laughs> Stop, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have that hypothermia struggle. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of all the gifts. Thought about um <laughs> never mind. <laughs> the gifts, yes. <laughs> so in in uh, honor of all the changes that are happening, we thought that it would be cool to have an episode where we discussed the beauty of change. Yes. Of being uh, a person who is open to the different sides of your personality. I mean, we've talked about Don't a lot of things. Don't tell me you're going to the other side, friend. Which side is that? No, I'm just playing. playing. <laughs> we've discussed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. We talk about changes. Like, Not oh, that one. No, I'm just playing. We've talk, we talked about duality. We've talked about... Duality. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, see what he does? It's a sickness. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've talked about projecting, duality. Yes. So many different uh, multidimensional aspects of ourselves. So we thought, what about in honor of the spring, if we were to discuss a change that maybe we have gone through, something that we probably once believed with a lot of conviction and are able to admit now that maybe we changed our mind on that because i think when people tell you you've changed or if they witness that your personality kind of flips it's usually seen as like a bad thing mm-hmm. when in reality that's an awesome thing we're all growing you should be different from who you were even just last week so we were gonna and it, at first we said it was just gonna be based on maybe something we had discussed on the show in the past like year and a half it's about to be two years you guys wow we got a toddler <laughs> Sit so your crazy. ass down, friend zone. <laughs> still shitting yellow. <laughs> you said we still shitting yellow. Oh <laughs> but I think it would make more sense to open it up to life in general. Like, you know, even outside of the show, maybe something, maybe it could be marriage. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe it could be. Uh... <laughs> maybe it could be anything. Anything that once you were so passionately maybe against or for, and now you see. 
you see it a little differently. You're opening your mind to it. So I'd love to hear how you have changed and how you've embraced that change and how the people around you are either embracing or not embracing it. So who wants to go first? I don't want to go first. Every time you say change, I keep thinking about Keisha Cole's I changed my mind. That was a beautiful song. A beautiful album. It was. Because, you know, like that's like. I don't love you. Love. Like that's a change, you know. It's a big change. So to even let love in is a change, right? (laughs) You know. Sure is. What what are you telling us, Asante? (laughs) I see what you're doing. (laughs) I see what you're doing. I'm going to tread lightly. (laughs) Uh, I was saying, you know. To let love in. Let's just let's just talk about dating, okay? For me. (laughs) (laughs) So for the longest time, I have not been very open to dating. I'm still like, you know, trying to find my footing. And even so, most of my friends will tell you I've only dated Spanish guys. You know, it's not necessarily true. That was your first problem right there. (laughs) Listen, that's not (laughs) but I've dated black and you know, I'm not just against going back or doing interracial dating or anything like that. But just as far as dating is concerned in general, am I going to allow another person into my life? Am I going to just trust that I'm going to be able to work out my own shit as well as someone else's shit? That's something I think about even with, like, my friends already. So to think about uh, finding an other, if you will, was some shit for the longest that I was not even thinking about or open to. And then slowly but surely, it's just kind of like, you know, like Beyonce's Halo just kind of be start playing sometimes. <laughs> And I'm just like, I don't know about this. Like, just in the smallest scene, like, um, we have a disagreement with a friend. How you handle it. You could either just be like, oh, I'm going to just curse this friend out. We're going to get over it tomorrow. Like, depending on how your dynamic is. Or, depending on who the friend is, it, nah, because everybody ain't going to get cussed out. Exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, I feel, like, I feel like some friends, they will literally just, like, their thought process might be like, I'm going to just, you know, let off how I feel right now and deal with the fallout for it later. So you can be that person or you can decide to make the change if you are that person to be like, you know what, I'm going to treat this situation differently and I'm going to look at it different because I know that I'm growing and I'm changing and how that's going to affect this person and me. Uh, which one's going to be affected greater is usually me, myself. And so thinking about having another person in my life for the longest, I was like, this is going to be too much because i got to worry about a whole other person. But the whole pit of it is how it changes how I feel about myself, like how I treat other people I see that that's why I'm affected by how I allow somebody else to be in my life. Because I don't want to, like, give too much to another person. And I'm not giving those same things to myself. So just the, even the way I view how I let love in, I've changed. Like, because for the longest time, I was like, mm, nope, I'm just not going to deal with none of that. So you're opening up to the idea of it a little bit more. Yes. Yes. Because I'm, a, I'm seeing more how, even though I think about the other person, how it affects me most importantly. <laughs> that's selfish, right? But what's wrong with being selfish? I mean, everyone should be selfish for a while. But what is it? What is it exactly that caused that catalyst, though? That made you be like, "Hmm, this isn't working." This old school of thought. Changing my perspective, like really stepping outside myself and seeing where I've been and what's worked and what hasn't. Because so it's like you were going. What's that definition of insanity? When you keep doing the same shit, expecting a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, <laughs> when like, you, yeah. you know, you as as a person, when you grow up with certain experiences, you just kind of feel sometimes that you just know things. You just write about certain things. So you just kind of like go. It's like second nature until you just get that one wall and you just like, um, uh, what? <laughs> and then you got to just reroute like you just got to switch up your whole game. 
And so <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've realized that sometimes I'll hit these walls and it's because like, all right, the game has changed. Like, you know, you need to change or you need to wake up something different here, inspire something different a little bit. I hear that. What about you, Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I so wish I could nothing. say what I want to say. I ain't doing nothing so different. I, I don't give say. a damn about nothing being right. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing better and smarter. I'm not changing ever. <laughs> no, oh, I wish glad. I could say what I want to say. I'm so glad you can't. Uh, <laughs> I am. Um, no, okay. Hmm. So on some real deal Holyfield shit, okay? Mm-hmm. When you grow up in a very, like, strict, regimented household, whether it's religious or whether it's just your parents are, like, drill sergeants or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? It's, it's very hard to break away from that school of thought. You walk away with this residual guilt for everything that you do that you know may have gone against that that way and that code. And so stepping outside of that and deciding to live life on your own terms that was a huge adjustment, and it was it was it was something that took a lot of of preparation, courage, and planning. Shit, everything you have to decide to totally be okay with living independent of all these people who are like literally your foundation, their approval. You know what I mean? They're they're them monitoring you, literally learning how to govern yourself. That's a huge thing, and so doing that, it feels great. You can do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it and ain't nobody gonna say nothing so that is great then you have to figure out okay how do I take this freedom and like mold it into me doing something good and not just wilding out you know you hear so often like about PKs quote unquote and how they're the wildest ones laying it low and spreading it wide all the time you know what I'm saying (laughs) but like okay so what do you do you take you take this freedom and you say since I have the power of making like this choice I'm going to do things my way, but figure out how to be like positive and well-intentioned when I do it. So making that change, deciding to say, I don't care whether nobody likes what I'm doing. I don't care whether this goes along with anything I was taught. This is what works for me, and I'm just going to do it and figure it out. That was hard, and that was a lot. (laughs) And so I'm proud of myself. How did you get that? How did you get that? I was tired of being in a sunken place. I was tired of I was tired of sinking. And I'm like, you know I what? I didn't see Fuck it yet. This. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Damn. Damn you know, but I you get tired of that. I'm going to see it this week, I promise. If you yeah. don't, you're going to sink, friend. <laughs> you gonna... Don't rush. <laughs> it's good, but it ain't, you know, the way they saying it. See, they ain't like that. Yeah, they ain't like that. <laughs> I mean, if y'all really want to talk about so it, I'm just telling you, just, like, it's good. I mean, look, look, just catch up. They already like, made a hundred million dollars. You just want to watch it right. online. I, no, I'm just playing. I'm just, play, I'm just Listen, I have to see that movie at least six times now. Yeah. So I'm just telling you. So you, you know. guys, so you can use one of the Sante's uh, get out of the movies. Get out. Get out of the movies, free car. <laughs> friend, friend. Okay. Get out. <laughs> and watch it online. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm t- I'm totally kidding. Go see the movie. But, uh, yeah, so it was just, I was tired of feeling like that, and that was a huge deal for me. Every day, even at this point in my life, and I am three times seven plus a whole lot more. And so even at this point in my life, you know what I'm saying? That's how I was starting to say like. <laughs> three times seven plus, plus, plus. So you know how the iPhone be the six? That's plus. I'm, I'm the plus. But, like, uh, yeah, but I'm telling you, that took a lot. That was a huge change. It was very scary. It was something that 
caused me to like totally reevaluate everything about me. And I think that's why I'm open to new things, new ideas and challenging like my fundamental beliefs. I think that's why I'm open to that. And being able to challenge those ideas has led me to some great opportunities. So that's why I can sit here and be an advocate. Okay. (laughs) This is a cause I support. Okay. (laughs) Change. Okay. Go through the change. Everybody, I'm telling you, you know how people be like, she's going through the change. Everybody needs to go through the change. <laughs> go through the change because it'll make your whole life better. I've been, I'm, I'm going through the change, friend. <laughs> I am. As a matter of fact, Sante, the change of life. <laughs> I'm going through the change of life, friend. I am. That means something for me, damn it. Change. Don't go through the change. Stop saying that. <laughs> You sound like my grandma. You had to change a life. <laughs> um, I've, you know what? I've actually made it kind of a theme for me because I, I think even being on the show and just life in general, there are a lot of things that you're so passionate about and so like sure about. Mm-hmm. And I've so I've been confronting the things that I was like, like marriage. Like, I'm so sure that, you know, I don't want to be contractually obligated to anyone and mm-hmm. just talked not... about that. hmm I love how the arm goes up on the wall. Yeah, yeah you know. I got... So I've been starting to kind of revisit where those thoughts come from. Oh, really? I've been inspired. <clears throat> you think about marriage, friend? <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm thinking about it, but I, I realized that I was limiting. Yeah, like... I I realized I was limiting myself based on what I have witnessed and experienced and seen. When in reality, as I'm learning now through how much my life has changed in general, my life is now is different than anything I even thought I could experience mm. already. So mm-hmm. what I think when you start limiting what you can and can't do, it's almost like you're creating a ceiling for where your life can go. So saying things like, well, marriage is fucked up and I don't see anyone else do is already kind of blocking yourself from the ability to prove that because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So I am just kind of like, I need to catch myself and kind of check myself on where I've been so like closed off to possibilities. And I've felt that way with marriage and dating and I'm realizing now that there's just another world that I haven't experienced. There's people I haven't experienced, personality types, opportunities, mm. and you need to be open to those things. So I won't say like, yes, y'all, I'm getting married next year, but I realize that I have to be cautious because words are fertile. That's you know exactly, I, mean? I feel the same way. <laughs> right. I words do, are understand. very fertile. So once you start saying yes or no, or I will or I won't, I don't want to create any kind of limitations. So now if, if marriage comes and someone is is inspiring enough, I will say yes and I'll be down and I'll be yes. open to it. And even, you know what's funny? I when I was in Oakland, you guys know I have such a resistance with the church and like religion. I went to church with one of my friends. Church? I did. I went to church and you know what? It was actually really amazing. How was the band? We going the band be jamming. That's one of the best. Let's just keep it all. We going the way. to church together? That's we one of the should, best reasons to go, to, go to, church. to church is the band. Yeah. I'm telling no, you. No, the music and the crazy part is that it was like 90% music. <laughs> I was like, this is yes. like, it started with music. That was a good one. Yeah, then the minister spoke and then it like had music throughout and between at the end. I was like, yo, this was literally like a concert with a minister at some point in it. So it was kind of, you know, I love that. But I realized in that moment 
when I was watching all the people and they were kind of like in such a, like they were in heaven, you know, like it was their, their couple hours on a Sunday morning to be with like-minded people and speak in such like beautiful kind of like high vibrational energy of like God and love. And, you know, I was like, there's nothing wrong with this. The, the issue I've had with the church is more so when people start becoming elitist because of it or try to make you feel bad if you don't fit like a certain lifestyle, you know what I mean? Or if, if you don't go a certain amount of times and then they start mm-hmm. making it more complicated than it needs to be. But the basic like fundamental aspects of church are awesome. The structure. like The yeah. idea of it. The the intention, I guess, yeah. is the word I'm looking for. And I, when I was in there and seeing the women, even I had to catch myself because I remember I've said it before on the show, like the women that would be like screaming and <laughs> dropping on the floor. Even those women, I was like, it's, I listen, if that's how you're feeling right now because you're catching the spirit, like, cool. And I just see that I'm opening up to people just being where they're at, who they are, and how they're accepting things in their lives. Right. And I walked out of the church like, that was cool. You know, am I going to be going to church every Sunday? I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that's another thing where I'm like, let me be cautious of where, you know how I'm so against things or for things and just my the limitations that I put on on life. Period. That that balance you described is just now is beautiful though, right? Like you said, it's not for you. You don't know if you're gonna go every Sunday, but you yeah. get it. It's cool for who it's for. That's where I'm at. It's and a I lot of things. It. Yeah. yeah, I ruled out. Do you hear me? <laughs> like just a like hard no. Hard. I mean, <laughs> an erect no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But sometimes you have to be, and I'm not saying even being open to like doing them or experiencing no, them. No, but, but catching just, yourself and where that passion is actually coming from. Like you said, the intention. You know, right. I'm big on intention. Also, letting it be okay for other people. Yeah. When it comes to certain More stuff. More so than anything. Like I'm not, it's not that I'm against organized religion as a whole. And it's fine as long as you're not trying to infringe upon me and, you know, I hate to bring it up again, but take me to the sunken place. We cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do what works for you. I can appreciate it from my perspective. Yeah. And everyone can coexist. I'm I'm striving to uh, to be balanced like that. I don't want to just rule things out anymore. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. And I think... I think the two sides that I'm learning as I'm getting older about, like, change like that is, is being... Being cool enough as a person to accept that your mind might change about something and knowing that that doesn't mean that you're like this wishy-washy, confused, you know, flip-flop person, but that you just open up to different things when you're supposed to. And so I'm accepting that there are things that are going to continue to change about my opinions and being totally okay with that and the people around you, too. Because sometimes people around you be like, well, didn't you say? Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> and then say. they try to almost make you feel like you're some kind of asshole or, yep. you know what I mean? And and then you start becoming insecure about your changes because of people's perception of it. Who are not growing themselves. Who are not growing themselves. If they're holding you hostage to an idea or a feeling that you expressed whenever. Right. No matter how final you may have been expressed it, you may have expressed it rather like you're allowed to change. Yeah, and most people I've learned that will hold me to my word is because they're basing it on who we were at that time. They haven't changed, but I have. Right. Mm. They're still there. I've been told you about that one. Right. Oh, you've changed. Yeah. And you have it. (laughs) 
And I think that's why I think it's a conversation we need to have where people are okay with the fact that you are going to evolve out of a lot of opinions. And it's also why I think we have to be careful about how hard we go about certain opinions because even with age and maturity and experiences and things you're going to go through, your perspective is going to continue to change. Yep. It just it, it can't not change, or at least you should want it to. You should be open to it. Then you hit this wall where you like you think about all the shit you saw. You're like, okay, I literally just saw that. Like, I learned the lesson. Like, right. you start seeing it for what it is the older you get, as opposed to just going through the shit. You start being like, okay, that happened to them because of this, or that happened to me because I did this. You start, once you're able to see the pattern and understand how each thing has impacted the next, it really does change, like, the decisions that you make and the decisions that you make changing will affect your perspective and your views. When you do things differently, it really changes how you feel about shit. So it all takes you just stepping out on faith and, like you said, being open to even challenging all these things that, that you were... believe, yeah. Yeah, you got and to. And like you're saying about how your perception of life will create your reality, mm-hmm. that's why I am challenging myself more because I want to make sure that my perception isn't also limiting of mm-hmm. my reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, like I'm saying, going back to, <clears throat> excuse me, the marriage conversation, I had to really kind of deconstruct all of my walls up. I'm like, well, your dad was like this. So, of course, you think men are shitty. <laughs> These are the people you dated. These are the relationships that were around you. Everything is very, very skewed to the negative. Mm. Rightfully so. If you're a kid that is growing in environments where you just don't see the positive in a specific like aspect of life, of course you're not going to think. It's like being a poor kid. If you don't see anyone making money or going to school or traveling the world, you automatically assume that that's not for you, right? So you become... What's that? I forgot that quote where they say something about only the bir- birds in a cage thought that the birds that were flying were weird. Birds in the trap sing Brian McKnight. <laughs> no, I thought you knew the quote Brian. too. I almost got gassed. That's the one I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did say that's the one I know. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's the birds in the cage that think the birds that fly are weird. You know, and it's so true. So I, I, I think this whole idea of challenging yourself is sort of become exciting to me. Maybe it's my age too, where I'm sort of like trying to be onto myself, onto my own bullshit. And really just being like, okay, well, why do you think that? And where is that coming from? And what does that say about you? And what does that mean? And how will you fix that? And now, like, that's sort of just the phase of life I'm in. I guess that's what happens in your mid-30s. But don't you feel this weird thing where, like, you recognize how much you've changed, right? Yeah, So then it's like, now that I feel like I have these, now I feel like I have certain convictions, but I'm still aware of the fact that I felt like that before and everything changed. Right. So how comfortable do I get in these newfound perspectives and outlooks and shit when I know that That it's inevitable that it's going to change again? But how does that work for y'all? Because I actually think that's a great question. How convicted can you be? And certain opinions of life, if you've seen how much you've changed already in a lot of those ways. So how do you, how can you really stand behind anything? I had this conversation with myself. Yes, with myself <laughs> about like Go two ahead. weeks ago. I swear to God, friend, I was in my thoughts and I'm like, everything changes. I'm like, the only way, y'all know I was thinking. 
I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, everything changes. The only way to really stay like in a in a in a, a in the right space is to be aware that nothing really matters. Like, like everything matters, but, but nothing really matters because it's real. all gonna change. So give it your all, but always be comfortable enough not to be desperate and not to be, you know. I, I don't want to say thirsty, but like not just kind of like cool it out a little bit. Everything's going to change. You've seen this happen time and time again. Don't get so wound up in the moment. It's okay for things to just kind of take their course. And I swear to God, that was one of the most calming like epiphanies I have ever had. I said, I ain't got a trip no more. You're like, I got this. I can stand still. <laughs> so that was it. I'm telling you. Peace I love be it. still. What about you? You know, I actually struggled with this thing on the train the other day where I said to myself, like, why am I so worried about other people? Like, this is my life and I'm living in it. Not that everybody is like, you know, how real or fake it is, but kind of to go with that everything matters, nothing matters. Like, it's really how much of my life am I living? And that's why I even had to look at how I interact with people and how I accept new people into my life. New and people? E- new people. Naked people giving you problems? Naps. Hell no. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus but it's literally just looking at um, how I was taking conflict. Like, what did it actually mean? It's, just, it's not for no reason. So when I'm arguing with people and I'm going through shit, it's maybe I need to change something in my thinking or my perspective or, you know, some, some, sometimes other people are just wrong. But either way, these bumping of heads, like, this shit is not for nothing. And so I always have to say to myself that there are always going to be these lessons and I'm not going to know what each and every one means. But um, when shit changes, it's okay because it's the world. When I, I can't be crawling like a baby forever, like I have to get hurt to grow and, you know, I have to get hurt to know to do better. So I think that sometimes I sit back and I have to say to myself, you're not doing nothing wrong. You just got to keep going. It don't even matter. And for everything that does matter, like I have to put like all of my intentions into it. I have to not think because of the shit that might not matter. You know, I don't have to take away from the experiences that do. And that's one thing that I'm, like, really working on. As far as spring cleaning goes, like, I'm really trying to put more stock into, like, have, you know, I always talk about having moments with people, but, like, really what those moments mean for us. Like, before, it was just kind of like, like, oh, we having a moment. Like, we doing our show right now. We, like, this is actually a moment. But it's like, now I, like, see these moments, and I'm really like, okay, like, like, what does this mean for us? Like, not even, like, just full on, or, like, what is this moment for now? Because I might not feel this way tomorrow or the day after, but I just want to enjoy it for now. And what is this lesson? And I got to remember to not get caught up in lessons, too, because sometimes they just come back later. Don't get caught up in lessons times. or less dance. Ooh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Put that on okay, the mug. okay, 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 <laughs> okay. So what advice do you guys have for people that are kind of starting to deconstruct themselves and and be a little more open and accepting of the changes, but maybe surrounded by people that aren't as allowing of those changes or kind of like nitpicking and pointing it out and making them feel bad for it. You know, there are a lot of people that still live at home, a lot of people that maybe even their own friends are a little bit limiting. How do you navigate those spaces where you almost don't have room to just be and make mistakes and trip and fall and figure it out you know there's always someone reminding you of who you used to be everyone has that so how do you navigate that i think a great first step would be to take just as much ownership of the conversational space 
that you have with those people who are essentially naysayers take the same amount of ownership that they've taken, i.e., look their asses right in their eye when they're pointing out and telling you what you can't do and all that other shit. If it's your mama, that's one thing. You know, you have to respectfully agree to disagree and shit and clean up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but any anyone else, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to kind of speak up for themselves and, like, be present in the room when someone has already established this de- position of dominance. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, a great first step would be to express yourself. If you have a, a, a different I'm view, sure. if you have a different opinion, start speaking up about that a little more. Be, like, a little bit more vocal, and it'll build your strength the more and more you do it. Once you find that strength, it's easier to actually start making decisions and actions that deviate from what everybody else thought you were supposed to do and you just follow that path with good intentions and you'll be successful in your journey to like breaking free of all of that shit loose me like Ashford and Simpson said loose me loose me please yeah you know that song you the jukebox strikes again. <laughs> what about you, Asante? What advice do you have? Um, just really, I want to focus on how important it is to put intention in that, into everything that you do. Like, just really go into things. Even if you feel like something's not going to work, you just leave knowing that you tried. You know, you leave knowing that you you did it. Because there are times that I have, like, succeeded and won and, like, you know, met my goal, but I didn't enjoy the ride. So when I got there, it was just kind of like... Like, it, it wasn't shit to me. And that sucks because there are things that I can, like, look back on that I literally took for granted. And it's like, well, now that I've looked back, I can be like, well, you didn't load your intention into that. You were just so worried about getting your final result. You got it. Shit. So, you know, that should have been enough. But, like, now I have this kind of hindsight almost where Dustin's saying you can kind of look back and see where shit goes wrong or went wrong and kind of sidestep it the next time. But it's just loading intention into everything that you do. It's going to either come back to you and tell you what you did wrong before or it's going to come back to you the right way and... It's going to give you everything you need, even if it's an argument with a friend. <laughs> what about you, Fran? Um, honestly, I think what has been the most freeing realization is that nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one. I Your don't. parents don't. Now that I'm older, seeing my mom, then now she's been humanized. Like, she, like we're both adults, so I see her as a person as mm-hmm. opposed to that dominant sort mm-hmm. of know-it-all you know, deity, deity yeah. figure that we grow up like thinking Deity's like, oh my fine. god, it's your mom. But now it's like, I see her as a woman, and it's like almost fascinating how your perspective changes on your parents once you're like, I get why you made mm-hmm. me feel this way. Like I see where all these ideas of yours are coming from, her confusions and how she turned that into limitations for me. Like. You know, even the the things that she pushed me to do that were great. I see where that was coming from. Like, all the angles I'm, like, so aware of now that it's kind of made me understand the human experience and the human condition. And even whether it's people online, whether it's people in your family, people you're dating, your fam- whatever it is, everyone is just projecting. Projecting mm. all these images and screens on you that are completely based on what they've been through what they've seen what they've been told what they're harboring you know it's like everyone is just in a like we've said before everyone is just in their own movie (laughs) and we're all trying to figure out how we how our roles fit in each other's films right and i think that's something that is very liberating you guys nobody knows more than you do about anything everyone is figuring it out as their life is unfolding for them 
and that unfolding for them may not even be in alignment for how yours is going to unfold. So they can't even tell you That's about right. you. Like That's literally right. no one can tell anyone about anyone else. Because your grandmama and them was down to the sock hop <laughs> necking and making out. <laughs> necking. You know, necking and heavy petting and shit down at the sock hop, but they want to tell you you can't go to the club that. and twerk. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? They had on bobby socks stretching their legs out. He said heavy petting. Go ahead, friend. I did it the necking. But you get what I'm saying? Like... You know, there's a lot your parents won't tell you about why they res- restrict you of certain things. Like, listen, just like I said, even with the way that I'm deconstructing marriage and church and all the the kind of walls I've put up against certain things, the same thing with people. I'm just letting everything just be what it is and letting my life unfold as it needs to. I think I'm paying more in- attention to my intuition and sort of what my body connects to. If something feels good and I feel good, like, physically, then I go with it. If I don't feel good physically, I don't go with it. And that's literally all I'm listening to these days. And I think the more you align with how you react to things, your life will kind of just be what your life is supposed to be. And you won't be based on anyone else's expectation. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool way to live. And... Maybe that is something that happens older. But even though I wouldn't even say that because age is not even a thing. I think it's just your life experience where it takes you. But this is kind of where I'm at now. And life just feels so much more relaxed. Like, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Fran's flow. Yeah. And that's kind of all that it is. So those of you who are stressed about the people around you, just listen. Fuck them. <laughs> Friends flow. Everyone is lost. This is a part where friend rap. <laughs> Friends flow. So we hope that hot button issue today kind of uh, resonated with you because it's a time of change. Happy That's spring. Right. 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 Enjoy. Get that shit up out of here. <laughs> and quit tweeting us talking about it's the hot bunion issue. It's the hot button <laughs> issue. Y'all know what, she, y'all know what we saying. Tweet. Not bunion. <laughs> this week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Audible. Do you love books but find that you never have time to read them? With Audible, get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read on the go. Their app is free and works on all the Apple devices, Android and Windows phones. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. With Audible, you own your books, so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smart device. Audible also has the Great Listen Guarantee. If you decide that you don't like the book you chose, no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. You can't make more time of the day, but you can make the most of it. Turn your walk into something more with the free trial at Audible. Go to audible.com slash friend to start now. That's audible.com slash F-R-I-E-N-D. Enjoy a walk in the park and a twist in the plot with Audible. So we hope that's helpful. Now let's move on to this week's wellness segment. Well, 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 well. You saw the Meryl Street meme that was going on. Yes, well. she said. <laughs> Yo, y'all look funny as hell. <laughs> so of course I wanted to tie it into this week's hot button issue. I think we haven't talked about journaling in a long time. Oh, journaling. Ain't wrote nothing down. Ain't wrote nothing down. And didn't you say you started journaling? I Dustin? sure did. Seriously? No, I wasn't writing hand. You know, I, I got one of them. 
<laughs> but they don't always be out. So sometimes you got to open up that notes app on your phone. And just, <laughs> no, but same really, thing. you found you know, it to be yeah. something that you're drawn to now? Cathartic. When I tell you, I'll be writing it out. That is Even so like cool. in the morning, make you a list on yeah. your notes. Everybody ain't texting, so let's get that out the way, too. <laughs> Just because you see somebody typing and pushing buttons on their phone, they're not texting. That's so true. And I'm tired of that judgmental <laughs> shit. Every time you be in the office, oh, you're not paying attention to me. And no, I'm not, because I'm doing something else. I'm and journaling. I'm not texting. I'm journaling. Dustin at work like I'm journaling. All right, I'm writing about how I'm sick of your ass. That's what I'm doing. But no, journaling, though. Yeah. Anytime you can, it really does help. So let the people know how they can help themselves some more, friends. <laughs> And I'm in Sante, I know you've been journaling. You know I've been in the journals now. That's yes. why I can do my thing. That makes me so happy. You know, happy. I'm left-handed, so I still have that smudge problem. So, if <laughs> you know, but it's good. I actually Something gave a, this is, I guess, a bonus <laughs> wellness mm-hmm. segment. I was actually sharing on Twitter one night how one thing that saves me from sending out those long-ass emotional paragraph texts that sometimes you want to send because you just, yep. somebody just gets under your skin and you Where sit are the there. <laughs> And you sit there fighting because you don't want to be that person to just, like, unleash. You try to be, like, more controlled and rational. But sometimes they just, they get you to that point. So I was saying that the the Notes app mm-hmm. is actually has saved my life so many times. Because I'll switch out of iMessage, go to the Notes app, and write everything all I want to say. All of it. Just, like, free writing. No, yep. it don't matter punctuation. If it's spell right, just let it all out. And then I sleep on it. I don't send anything. And I get back at you when I want it. <laughs> and I sleep on it. And then I wake up in the morning. And if I still feel the same, like, heat that I feel like you need to know this stuff, then I'll send a version, a paraphrased version of it. <laughs> the Cliff's Notes and the shit. The Cliff Notes. But the, if the I... text for dummy, for the dummy. Normally, if it was that long <laughs> anyway, dummy. it was the text for the Come dummy. On the spark notes. Yeah. Right. But if I... Um, don't feel the same way, which mm-hmm. nine times out of ten I won't because the heat will just be, like, pass. It's an emotion. It's going to move. Motion. So I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God. And I'll be so embarrassed and so thankful that I didn't send it because it'll be completely irrational and ridiculous. And then I just text them, like, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a way Damn. better vibe. And have I a good day. And have a good day that day, too. blessed. Yeah. They be bombed that day. Y'all end up hanging out and shit. Wait a minute. Going everywhere what? together what? that day. It be yeah. You be like, yo. <laughs> you be I like, I'm low-key wild. Yeah, I kid you I'm not. wild. That you is, feel me? Listen, that is the bonus wellness segment <laughs> because there has been many a time I have sat down with the joint and gas to type in and then I wake up the next day and I'll be like you know what this is a lot and you, you copy and, and cut Some, sometimes okay. you do push that little box with the arrow pointing Look. up though and go ahead and send the note via text you know it is Look, a part of the app sometimes. a little bit at the bottom down at the bottom in the corner you can push the text but no, no but, but sometimes the note you sit there just in case you know you're like you know why was I mad at this nigga this is why I'm right here. But then it's like, you know what? No, I'm good because I typed it out again. And right. You guys, let it, and let it out. We can call that process singing to him. I'm finna sing to him. Hit the notes. Shit. <laughs> 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 That's it. Friend, I'm finna sing to him. I'm finna, I'm finna start sing. singing, friend. That's gonna be Hit our the code note. Now. Hit your note. Bird Hit your note. <laughs> 
That's right. Okay. Oh, that, I mean, that's a damn good that's, wellness that's a, that's that's a great right. look. That look like you got it. next week done already, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to make it quick, I was just going to say to tie into the hot button issue, I think one way to be more open and embracing of your changes, I think it'd be cool to write five ways that you've already changed like something that you went through that you believed wholeheartedly and now you don't or something you were passionate about full of so much conviction and now you're like eh it's not even a thing anymore right and write at least five of them and look back and laugh and be like wow I just flip flop like a motherfucker and then that will allow you to look at the things that you may be confused about now write those down now and then see in the future when you refer back how even those things have either changed or lessened or flipped. And it will allow you to be not only more embracing of you, but hopefully more embracing of the people around you. Because you mm. can't fault someone for changing up when you see in your journal how many times you've done it as well. And on a petty note... <laughs> We've missed those. Also, and so all, you can write down what the person like. If you get into a, if you get into it with somebody or whatever, oh my god, you can write down exactly what happened at the moment and after the moment, so that when y'all go back or when you check them. You can have a record <laughs> to reflect on. A receipt. Oh, no, nah, because what happened will. was, and then you break down the, you know, you recount you it. Shit. They like, God, like, how you remember what that? What kind of ticker tape bullshit is <laughs> what the fuck? They don't call me Journal McJenkins for nothing. That's right. <laughs> Hit the note. Hey, y'all, not Journal McJenkins. <laughs> Journal so that's McJenkins. it for this week's wellness segment. I hope you find that useful. Well, the bonus one as well, which I think the bonus is very one is key. Major key. Right? As Assad would tell you, send major me, key. Mm-hmm. Assad, send me that. Did y'all see that video where they, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, I'll tell I'm you done, later. Done, it ahead. was just where they, they said that, um, it was, they said that, um, shit, what's his name? DJ Khaled was coming home. He called, Assad, I'm coming home. And it was a video that a baby had taken. It was some oh, baby. Oh, the baby like was running. running. <laughs> But did you see when someone showed DJ Khaled's mom how she leaves comments yes, on yes, Khaled's pictures? And, it, and it's worse. literally the same way he is. Like, She's I like, I love you, you my beautiful, blessed bless, baby, my king, bless and all everyone, these emojis Pine shining, bless the album, bless the baby, bless my beautiful son. I was like, this is I was like, yo, so this is where it comes from. from. That's <laughs> so cute. It is. Oh That's God. good. What a great issue. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? You know, the whole family, they nice to each other from generation to generation. <laughs> Just so much like, love God, in that damn. house. I don't know. I thought that was so cute. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's it for this week's wellness segment. Hope you find that useful, especially that, that paragraph one. So let's move on to this week's music, man. Mr. Music, man. What you got Mr. for us? music, man. There's a lot of new stuff, too. Please don't stop the music, man, segment. <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about none of the new stuff until y'all talk about it and we do the shout outs. <clears throat> oh. Just because I wanted to go on ahead and let you know I made one more playlist. It's the last playlist for March. Uh, because we did such a great knockout playlist uh, roundup last week, if you will, I went on ahead and made a Spotify. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Spotify. Hmm. <laughs> 
Spotify, hit me up. You know, we could do some things, okay? <laughs> um, I went on ahead and made a playlist of all the jams we talked about, including some that we missed, and it's called Pop, Rock, and Jamming. Yes! I made the playlist. Not Pop, Rock, and Jamming. <laughs> it is definitely on iTunes and Spotify. I will put it up on my Twitter, at mm-hmm. Asante. It will be under the hashtag Playlist Pledge or the hashtag the friend zone MM. You can find it one of those few ways, but I'm going to try to tweet it as much as possible. And if you click through those hashtags, you'll find all the old playlists as well. So I made that playlist, and I've also done my uh, March music video roundup as well. So look out for the YouTube video playlist. A lady out in Dallas, I don't know the name of her club. I did not remember. I'm so sorry. Plays my music video playlist in her bar. So shout out to DJ you. DJ Duffy. That's sick. <laughs> 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 so this lady emailed me she's like I found your music video playlist and they're really cool and I just played them my, my bar that so I wanted so to say awesome. thank you I was like hell yeah so I'm gonna try to make a few just to have them on her bar we and, need you know, to find the bar so that we can tell yes, people to go I'm gonna get it out oh you email. can start a whole series like name it after her bar or, or you can no, call it, or you can call to... it you can call it that lady's bar so she can't try to like steal sue you or no shit like that. <laughs> lady's bar. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I can sing that lady's bar. The lady's raise bar. the bar because you get the bar lit when raise they play your playlist. Raise the bar. Raise the bar. Raise the bar. All right, that's a good one. So it was just playlist magic for this week, and now we will go on ahead and do shout outs. We will go on ahead and talk about some of the new shit that y'all want to talk about because. Oh, yeah. So who wants to start? Let's start the process, shall we? (laughs) Ladies first. You need a bra. (laughs) Ladies first. Well, Drake dropped More Life. First of all, I love that title. Yeah. More Life. And I even like the cover of it. Me too. Is that his dad? (laughs) Yeah. They look exactly like That's scary. Oh, my God. But yeah, it kind of looks like Drake playing dress up as like an older man in a movie. You know, like he was intentionally trying to play that look. But I, I liked it. There's, I have a section of the album that I like. You like that section it's where it uh, starts, I think, Passion, passion and Flower, and then passion flower. Georgia. Uh, not Georgia. Is <laughs> it? Passion I mean, fruit. not Passion Flower. <laughs> Your wellness segment is over, friend. <laughs> well, Holy the shit. album do go good with Passion Flower. I'm just going to say. The album do go good with Passion Flower. I mean, you know, match made in heaven. The sad part is I didn't even catch that. Passion Fruit, excuse me. <laughs> Okay, good. Talk about brainstorming. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about a think tank. (laughs) So the passion fruit, and then it's uh, get it together, get together. It's um passion fruit. Uh, Then the Georgia interlude. Georgia interlude. Get together. Is it get it or get together? Get it together. Get it together. Because the way that they be. Right, and then Madiba's rhythm. Yes, yep. rhythm. You hear me? And not Madia, not Madia. Before y'all even get started, <laughs> Madiba. And then was it Blem? Blem. Blem. You know, so that little section to me feels like summer. Yeah, and I that, love that that's Georgia That's kind of the interlude. section I stayed in. I was even gonna make like a separate playlist. With just Every, those everybody songs. did. <laughs> Look, when Is you get shady? no, not, not at but all. But I just I've I connected to those songs. <laughs> They sounded like a continuation of horrible. What was the last I just project? To those songs. <laughs> it sounded like the B sides from the last album he dropped. Call right. it high five. It just made just me feel high good. Your right? high five songs. Top five, top five, top, top five, five, top five. All right, that's his. She told you to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that those are my jams. So I was really into those. I kind of just let those play over. Please. And before we move on, I have to shout out Boosie. 
<laughs> no, not Lil Boosie. <laughs> y'all, y'all can see their faces, which actually you will. Um, there's an artist from South Africa named Boosie, and she sang the. Er- <laughs> y'all don't just spell it. Just it. spell it. It's B U C I E though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's even spelled better. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. Beastie badass. So she's yeah, a dope artist. <laughs> it's class. It's like the the, the regal version. <laughs> Boosie. Yeah, that's how it's spelled. You gotta twist your shoulders. Boosie for Regal. Boosie <laughs> Regal. Oh, that does sound like that's a cute not, name, right? Okay. Is that regal. a Buick collab? The Boosie Regal. That's Buick and Lil Boosie. They did a collab Bonnie partnership. Bella, <laughs> Bonnie Bella Boosie. No, Boosie no, regal. no. The Boosie Regal. You drive it like last. Joke for <laughs> Boosie Regal, you drive it like this. You turn, you turn like this. You, you driving the Boosie Regal and shit. I can't with y'all. No, but she's a dope South African artist named Boosie. Yes. Look her up, please. It's B U C I E. I actually tweeted about her. She sang the original version with Black Coffee um, of Get It Together, which mm-hmm. Drake and Georgia. Redid, but she sang the original, and it was actually called Superman. Mm. And it was the jam. It's an old song. I feel like I was listening to it in college, if I remember correctly. So it's a while ago. But when I heard the song with Drake and Georgia, I was like, I was immediately singing all the words, and I was like, okay, either I'm getting psychic as fuck, (laughs) (laughs) or this is another song that has been swiped. And then I looked it up, and I was like, ah. I know this song, you know what I mean? So that's kind of crazy. But another hit song that's someone else's. Mm -hmm. But I love it. It's great. Georgia, you sounded amazing on it, too. It's all Whitney Houston fought. Once she put out I Will Always Love You, everybody was like, well, shit, I'm finna sing whatever I come across (laughs) that I know I I can do better. I'm finna sing it like that's it. And that's the thing that I was saying on Twitter. It's bittersweet because you can't knock Drake. His flips are good. Like Hotline Bling was huge. And then this version, Get It Together, it sounds amazing. Like they did a great job. So it's bittersweet because it's like I'm sad that Boosie isn't going to get the like, acclaim and praise because now it's going to be a massive song and she was taken off. That yeah. kind of makes me feel, you know, like, ugh, I hate that for her. But, I mean, they did a great job. I don't know. The damn music industry. Well, we're going to talk about Boosie. So <laughs> she going to get hers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? everybody go tweet her and tell her that she's amazing and then you remember her version okay. and send her love. It's her Twitter is med. <laughs> B U C I E, medium boosie. She ain't little boosie, she medium boosie. D E N T. Do you know what that means? But that's my take on Jake's album. What did you guys think? You was right. Section two. I love that section too. And then, you know, I love the feature season. Top five, top five. I love the song right before Kanye comes on, that Kanye song. I love and then that. Oh, the, the song with Party yeah. Next Door. The party. Oh, you know I love the party next door. I knew door. you were going to love that. I, love I knew that. And then it's just something. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> I like how I like how they are together. And I even like some of the shit that Party does on his own. I'm sorry. I'm over here sounding like a Catholic church and shit. <laughs> Like it's time to go to the service and shit. Don't be banging. We got these new road mics on deck, okay? Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I love that section as well. The segment towards the end is like a nice little feature set, uh, feature season. I'll call it because um oh, and I like the song uh the the song with Sanfa on it. 
Sampa. You know you've ruined Sampa for me, Dustin. <laughs> for a lot of people. I got like 300 tweets. I can't listen to him now laughing. I'm like, damn it. And look, every time I eat something hot, too, I do it. I said that out of love. I did. You I said that out of love. It. Sampa does sound like he got hot food in his mouth when he's singing. He does. <laughs> this, this is a fact. This ain't even nothing that you can make. Oh. No, I'm not even like this. <laughs> I Every time I've had hot food, I have sounded just like Sampa. him. I've sounded just like him. Okay, so my shit on More Life, right? <laughs> the, the first two songs, Free Smoke and No Long Talk, flat out, out for hours on repeat. Like the, the, first the, the first two songs. That's when I heard crazy. Free Smoke, then when I heard No Long Talk, I was like, this is going to be my favorite song on the album. Mm. I love No Long Talk. I love the energy. Oh, is that the the, the Rihanna-ish kind of sound? No, 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 no. Mike Will might have made it, but it ain't no Rihanna song. You know what I'm saying? But I love those and I love Okay, let's be clear. Ain't none of that shit promised, okay? That I ain't Rihanna on that one but and I love uh, her <laughs> but uh, Glow with Kanye that's that's my shit that is I want to sing it so bad but we sang it. so much last week sing I want to do over Kim <laughs> <laughs> I'm going wait a couple months I'm gonna wait like no, two more it. weeks no it was like <laughs> <laughs> don't you <laughs> I want I mean it's right I'm crowning I'm crowning it's like right here <laughs> It's like right here. <laughs> who, after more life, who is okay. watch out? For, I can't see. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, give him, give him. Y'all got me tears. Uh-uh. Don't do do it. Don't you do it. You, I'm about to go. We're going to do our, that's going to be the intro next well, week. Well, how you made it sound like Sanford just now? Watch. <laughs> uh-uh. Watch on for me. I water. You pass me the water. Sanford. You about to get a remix popping. Oh. I can't wait till Sanford sees you at an event. Yeah, I'm be He'd be like, I'm going to tell him my pizza was hot. I'll be, as, I'll be as like a regular ass speaking voice too. He's like, aren't you Dustin? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, no, I'm going to say, yeah, who are you? You don't sound like the guy with the hot pocket in his mouth. Who are you? And then he turns around and pulls out a hot pocket and takes a bite. He's like, Sampha! <laughs> Eureka! It's Sampha. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. <laughs> so basically you like the whole album. I love then. it. I love the, I love all the songs you like. I love all the songs you like. I love the switches. I love the yes. the, the sounds. I love more life. It's great. Yeah. I don't have more nothing life, bad to say. Life. Why is he calling it a playlist? Because he stole that song. So he can't <laughs> say it's an album. So he's not selling it? No, I'm just playing. I don't know. Oh, I'm confused. You I don't know what a mixtape, a playlist. Well, you know how they we... drop mixtapes, but then they not no more. So I guess it's... Because they sell them now. Right. So, so it's like, I think it's that same concept. I don't Everybody blame just, these rappers. Once them lines you know? got blurred between an official release and a mixtape, they was like, okay, we just finna do everything. Yeah, I, I just want the music, honestly. Put the shit out. So, <laughs> so any which is, way I so can this get is, it. I wonder if this is just not going to be for sale then. Is, a playlist is it for sale now? Let's see if you can sell it, it now. Like literally know. like a playlist? All I know is if it comes in my Apple Music or my Spotify, which I pay $9.99 a month for, I'm going to listen to it there unless I really need to buy your stuff. And, that's usually and I'm glad they didn't do the streaming wars. Oh, oh yeah, no. Because I hate that. And people, everyone on, on Apple only. Music is like, oh, it's so good. And you have to wait like 
Two, oh, three Apple days. Music connect. Yeah. I like exclusive. that he just put it everywhere. So. Apple love putting their foot on your neck like twelve ninety nine. Are you waiting a week for title? <laughs> You'd be like, damn, bitch. I want to hear it now. I want to talk about it with everybody else. Okay. We went through that for anti. You remember that I shit? I do, I do. And same with I Frank went on Ocean. And bought it, but yeah. <laughs> with Frank Ocean when he dropped Endless, remember? I don't know. I have And Apple everyone was going crazy. <laughs> I know, and we couldn't. We I, I was like, it's called Endless, I can wait. I was like, it ain't no ain't no rush if it's called endless shit. Rush. And then they have the visual People were talking about it And I was at home like Yeah it must be nice <laughs> looking, looking through the Spending window your life Jenny <laughs> Must be nice <laughs> I was still on I, Sweet Life Look I had to wait it out for title For when they was doing that So I was like you know what I'm gonna have mine too <laughs> what, Don't you think these streaming wars Have low key like well, I don't think it's ruined music, but it's made it really annoying. Yeah, when people try to do this thing where they own audiences or they own shit, it's like you don't realize how you keeping fans out of certain markets because ain't nobody got money for all that. And then yeah. sometimes by the time they get the money, they missed out on all the hype or now they have to illegally download the shit because they can't afford to have it the week up with everybody. Because they didn't want to wait. Exactly. So. Even though I hate it, right, I feel like it's a great exercise in patience. We always talk about <laughs> consumption and shit on this show. True. Consumerism, all that shit. So I was like, okay, I've been listening to what I've been saying so let me just wait and shut up you know what I'm saying like I don't have to I don't have to do what everybody else is doing and hear it but I only was able to think that on such a mature level because I had to wait you know what I'm saying (laughs) I had to make sense out of it you know what I'm saying that was it I mean I get all that and more life is for sale by the way oh it's for sale yeah I just looked it up it's on iTunes right now get that a playlist mixtape album. I like it. Me it's, too. Drake can do so many different fucking sounds as opposed to him putting out five mixtapes in a month or I whatever. I like him singing. Because, you know, I love that little fake love track. You know, that was gone for a minute. So now that I get a little bit more of that in a, with it. Oh, more. yeah. Sneaking ain't on here, though. No, Sneaking's not. I was like, I where's the song wonder- with him in 2121? I wonder if that was song with 21 Savage or not. Or maybe he just was like, all right, nah, don't fit the rest of this because, you know, I'm singing on the rest of it. Hmm. <laughs> Singing my life Unless away. he has another one dropping soon. Mm. The way that I think the that's that probably going to be the new thing now. Because aren't someone else is dropping like a part two of an album they just released. I'm like, is that <gasps> Maybe the new he thing? put out more life and then next week life going to come out. So it's like life, mm. but we got more life Maybe. first. That's what I'm saying. Like there might be another album. Because look at, well, with Future's situation is a little different. Because he has a case. Oh, right, like, I got to release. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that was spite. <laughs> to go with that dirty sprite, he gave you a little <laughs> dirty spite too and put out them two albums back to back. But who knows? That might be the new wave. The way like the visual album and the dropping surprise albums. Like, you know, it seems like there's keeps being these new waves of releasing music. Maybe now it's releasing a new album every week for Just a couple Just give me of weeks. two real albums. Don't give me no double disc. One week, one disc, one week, and the this next This one week. was long. Yeah, this give me was, two. This 22 tracks? Whole right. albums. Like, to what I mean is like, don't make a big body of work and then split it into two parts and be like, okay, here go one album, here go right, the other. Right, right. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it right. Do it right and give me two real, totally separate albums back to back. I feel you. What Not back to whack. <laughs> <laughs> well... Because we've talked about Drake, it is more than right to talk about one of his artists. There's an OVO's very own. Check out this kid, Nav. Someone told me to listen to him. He's a producer and a, I don't know, you know, he ain't all black. You know? Nav. Nav. So yeah. he's going places. <laughs> Absolutely. Nav. I think I've seen the name. You probably have. He's like getting hot right now, but he's yeah, like a big uh, October's very own producer turned rapper now. But he's got like some nice sounds, but. 
you know, it's like, you know, when producers drop them albums, it's like, oh, this is really cool, but you should have gave this part to someone else. Like, there's yeah. a lot of that on there. Terry But then there's a lot of, t- absolutely that. But then there's a lot of, like, really cool, like, oh, okay, I can get fucked up and listen to this. So Nav is who I want to shout out before going to two very important things. Uh, the first one being Tanache. <laughs> Dropped her oh, single. Oh, I did see her <laughs> cover on them. Did you listen to it? I didn't. Oh, I'm a Not little, yet. Play a little sample. It's cold in the night when I hold you close. Search in your eyes, but you're gone like a ghost. And I said, baby, you can put it on. Oh, that's for the souls. <laughs> she had to go there. No, I'm totally you know, like. See, that's what I'm. See, that's why Tanache. You know, like, always, when it goes into the she always big does this thing. Sound. She does this thing where she's like about to do everything you want her to do, and then it's like left. Like that's what. Well, for me, because I'd be like, "Oh, I'm right here with you," and then it goes somewhere. What's her sound? It changes. Like this one, Kooji. All over the place, <laughs> a mixture of everything. Like, what the fuck, man? What that's that, that's the that pro- turned into player. You remember that song, Player, where it just starts yeah. to get real, like. But then they try to make it urban again by putting Chris Brown. On it the was track. like it was it was gentrified. Like, is it the yes. hood or is it the suburbs? Right. What is what is this? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? They start I making this gentrified, gentrified ass music. It, it for real, like they don't. It's I feel like they're doing that same thing. You know what JoJo had that problem back then, where they didn't know if they wanted her to be real R&B or real alternative or pop. Or, so yeah. now she's just the VH1 soundtrack. Like it's right. like it's kind of weird. But right. Tanache, I'm still hoping that you're gonna, you know. But that usually happens when you're listening to too many people. Like mm. when, because I I've seen that with artists that they're almost so good and able to do every genre of music that then they listen to everyone telling them do this song, do this song, do this right. song instead of just sitting and being like, what is my sound? I feel like she there's more that. artistic depth there with Tanache, and I hate it when it's ignored. Mm. Stop making that that cookie cutter ass bullshit. That, stop trying to get this pop hit and just make the kind of music that you want to make. And if you need a reference, listen to her mixtapes. That's why people like me, who you know, I told you I wrote her off as a Sears girl, like from the beginning. <laughs> and then yeah, she looked like she always be at the mall. She just looked like she'd be, at the, she'd be at the mall. She looked like she'd be at the mall. But like, and we'll wear that. And we'll and we'll wear that. But like, but. Like, once I heard I'm the Amethyst mixtape, I'm like, damn, this is like, I didn't even know it was her. Right. So I know that there's more creative depth there, and I'm just, I'm over that that lazy ass shit. It just keeps happening. Stop trying to introduce yourself to get, stop trying to get the masses <laughs> to like you and just make what you know works, because it will catch on. Of course. I need, somebody need good. to just bring, bring Tanache over here. For real. We need For, to talk like, to her. Absolutely. <laughs> and For we can talk about, come on now. Plus, I want to do a visual for Ghetto Boy and be the ghetto boy in the video but that's neither here nor there get her here so we can talk about direction yes yeah. all of that and then sneak that in because mm-hmm. you know I, I, I be feeling the tanache I do you know Tina she is Tina okay she. with me but she still makes some things that she just still does some things that are questionable questionable for me but I still have the flame for her and outside of tanache the second thing I want to talk about really quickly was Rick Ross's new project oh from beginning to end, Can't I'm in relate. love. 
I'm you know what? Love. I almost didn't listen just because I was like, I'm gonna listen to it whenever because you know Drake has so many goddamn songs and I had to make a playlist. <laughs> but shout out to Charlamagne, he was like, you gotta listen to the New Recross, and I was like, okay, cool. He was like, Raphael Sadiq is on. That. I said, yes. Raphael Sadiq, Raphael yes, Sadiq. Look, yes. Look, 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 on the I first said. song. On is that the first, first or second? That's the that's first, first song. song. He's Okay. Look, and then look, you're gonna die. But Dej Low sounds so good. On that. I, I know that sounds so Dej random. Dej Low from Raphael Sadiq. No, no, no. On, Not on, on the on same another, track. On, another, on the same on track. Another tra- on another track, Rick Ross has Dej Low on like, there. Really? No. Fran okay. was in that Krusty the Crab right. meme for a minute. Like, like, yeah, okay. Like, how the fuck Dej Low sing with Raphael? I was like, okay. Like, I see. It's a vision. It's a vision. Once I, I saw they had put Dej Low on Maybach Music Five, that that franchise of songs is iconic. <laughs> Maybach Music, Maybach Music yes. Two, whatever. So once I saw that she was on Maybach Music Five, I was like, okay. Let me listen to this because Ross wouldn't have put her on this shit right. if it wasn't gonna be right. And Days Off is from Detroit. She knows how to ride a melodic, like R and B tinged hip hop beat. Mm-hmm. That's where she's from, where we listen to that kind of music. So that was a perfect placement for her. I love her feature. I I'm love that song. Her, like I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> what is this? Maybach music. I like this Maybach music. Don't you frame? I like this. Where's she from? Listen to the tunes. Don't they sound good? That's her? No, I was like, what? She coming. Smooth. That's highway music right there at night. That's nighttime with that sunroof open. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, that's it. Shout out to Detroit. That's if you're from Detroit or know about Detroit, that's the kind of music that you fly down the Lodge Freeway to at nighttime on your way downtown to go to the club. All the Detroit listeners will know exactly what I mean. Cute. It is. All right, I'll listen to it on my way home. Yes, check it out. Chris Rock's on some skits, you know, making us laugh. <laughs> Talking about wing stop. Shout out to Rick Ross for putting a wing stop commercial in the middle of the album on probably what is what? the, is the a song commercial. that everybody's going to listen to the most. Because <laughs> it's a song where he's addressing the whole Birdman issue. Yes. Mm. Like, and he's the, he does it with love. This is, I'm t- this is, this is like, cursive rap music. I'm telling you, it's, it's like, it's luxury rap. That's what it feels it like when you listen is. to it. Okay. It absolutely it's great. is. Luxury. And the way That's he broke great... that shit down about Birdman and and all of the controversy and all of the, the stories we didn't heard and the way he said, like, I, I love you, Stunner. I can't believe it came to this, but you got to do niggas right. How you touch half a billion and you got niggas hungry out here. Your niggas ain't eating. Like, he just, he went in, talked yes. about some... He even talked about <laughs> how apparently Birdman cut DJ Khaled out of some money. And Khaled, you know, he lost, he lost some of the money, and he ain't never say nothing, but Rick Ross called it out, and we wouldn't even have known. It's a great album, I'm telling you, like. Right. The album is so good. You know, in the Uber, what's the first thing I do, friend? Right. <laughs> you got an aux cord. You got an aux cord. Got in the car with Crystal and them. And blew that driver out. The driver was looking in the mirror. He was like. <laughs> I was like, sir, you like this? He was like, yes, who is this? It's through Rick Ross. He was like, I like what he has to say. And it was that, it was that Birdman song. 
<laughs> and I was like, yep. That, I'm dead. That's, I'm telling you, That friend, is so funny. You would enjoy this Rick Ross album. All right. So, I'm going to try. <clears throat> I'm going to try tonight. That's it for the Music Man segment over here. Any other shout outs? Any other potentials, candidates, um, candidates? No, I'm still listening to Sabrina, Claudio. Oh, who was um the young man that you you, you tweeted me? Oh, Malik Berry. <laughs> me not let go. Hey. <laughs> yes, Malik Berry. Friend was jamming to Last that Days song of is, Summer. Yes, Last Days of Summer. He has a song called, no, well, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to sound go. like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a Jewish no boy accent? Oh. <laughs> No, but you guys, I tweeted it out. So he's awesome. My uh, shout out to Jarrah, uh, Jarad, me from my tour. My homie, the yoga practitioner on my tour, she put me on to it when we were in Oakland. We were dancing at Lake Merritt, walking with a boombox. Moments. Hey, yes, it was one of those just like awesome weekend. We were just like singing and dancing, walking through the lake. Yes. Come on, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that a vibe, yo? That is. He feel he literally feels like summer. So definitely check that out. Add it to your happy playlist. I was doing my spring. Don't cleaning. steal that sound, Drake. <laughs> and shout out to right. <laughs> Don't steal the sound, Drake. <laughs> and Vaughn on Twitter. Shout out to Vaughn V A U N. He tweeted a gif of Rihanna shaking her ass. <laughs> and I was like, that was literally me. Uh, cleaning my house it took me like f- 14 hours just to clean the bathroom because I kept dancing to this damn song and you know my bathroom ain't but two inches wide but that's how long it took but that yeah that's it that's my only shout out alright well that's it for the music man oh you know what that means time to take you to TV land hey what you got for us Dustin a run <laughs> That's right. Ooh, wait, well, that was I, more of a trot. Can I just you know. do this? I just have to do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I just caught up on that. <laughs> That's oh, the Greenleaf oh, theme it's, song. It's Wednesday. It's Mavis Staples. It's Wednesday if you're listening. Wait, is it back on already? Yes. Yeah. And if you listen. Go ahead. If you're listening. Are you going to talk about Greenleaf? Greenleaf. Of course I'm going to talk about Greenleaf. And are you, are you caught up? a show that I can talk about. Green, Fran watches Greenleaf. I you know, Fran, they like. I caught up on, I caught up on it because y'all were talking about it. I saw no, it on me Netflix. No, Greenleaf I like. <laughs> they like, they like. Okay. But shout out to Greenleaf. If you watch Greenleaf, watch this Wednesday's episode. <laughs> this Wednesday is March the 22nd. 22nd. Uh, my best friend Tonight. Gary LaVard is actually going to be on Greenleaf this Wednesday, the 22nd. Are you? And he will also what? be on the quad on BET, which I also binge watched <laughs> and oh caught my up God, on. It is awesome. so good. Gary. So good. Gary will be on the quad and Greenleaf this Wednesday. That's huge. So both shows, both times, same. Yeah, two different channels. Congratulations. Shout out to my best friend, Gary LeVar. Follow him on Twitter. Look up at all his stuff. That is and so exciting. Oh my God. Tweet it and shit. <laughs> this right? is Gary LeVar. L A V A R D. Yes, but he'll be on both of those shows. Yeah, Gary. So back to the TV shows. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be watching Greenleaf. But this week, of course, you guys know we got to break down these Real Housewives of Atlanta. A lot of shit happened in the streets this week on They're that not show. Done yet? 
Yeah. No, they not Hell done. No. They still cooking and, <laughs> and, and and still eating because they was in them swimsuits and I was like, oh, we ain't even seen them at the OLG yet. For and it's open because they were on Candy's IG live. And she was looking for. She was at the OLG. Oh, they did a soft What's opening. The OLG, the OLG is Candy's restaurant called Old Lady Gang and it's themed after her her mom and her aunts. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> Candy. <laughs> So and it's a southern eatery. <laughs> it's themed. All the artwork is themed to wanted the posters. Old lady gang. Themed to wanting. I'm not their, even it's mad the, though. It's that the is search hilarious. For the best southern eatery. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. The that's old a lady mess. gang. And why when they were on her IG live, she was like, "My mom over there taking pictures with people. You can see Mama Joyce in the background no. going up to people's table, smiling, that's talking so about hi." So, but anyway, the Which Real Housewives of Atlanta. Take Dustin there for his birthday. Oh, I'm going to the old lady yes. gang. I'm going to go before I go to Dr. Heavenly to clean my teeth. Next time we go to yes. Atlanta, we're going to OLG. Yes. And me and Asante said we were going to book cleaning appointments I'm down, at Dr. Heavenly. We'll go to Dr. Heavenly. <laughs> yes. yep. When we have our Atlanta live show, we'll stop yes. by Dr. Heavenly. And talk Heavenly. about we got the teeth. To. That's right. <laughs> we got to. Y'all are so funny. Um, anyway, so Real Housewives of Atlanta, y'all know what we're going to talk about. Let's get straight to this shit. It was great to see Cynthia and Peter still being cool and cordial. Um, Peter, I really like Peter and enjoy him on the show, but it seemed like he was reaching for them to have to confront the element like that they were not together or whatever. Cynthia was totally playing it cool, and her and Peter were really cordial. Peter kept bringing up how it was good to be nice and have this great relationship and be in a good place, but he didn't want the divorce. Cynthia did, and I felt like he was kind of blaming a little bit when Cynthia only wanted the divorce because it was obviously some things she was tired of, Mm -hmm. so whatever. But the point is that they are doing whatever they have to do to show on television two really grown then you know Peter is grown like grown three times seven (laughs) times seven no I'm just playing but like but Peter is grown it's two really good and grown black people on TV splitting amicably (laughs) right right when do we get to see that never so it's great that they showed that and and it's a real amicable oh it's a real amicable you know have you ever been in that situation where you break up but y'all kind of didn't want to so you front like let's be friends and then low key y'all is still like (laughs) Yeah, they over. They no. This is they a real amicable. Nine months. Yeah, oh, Cynthia okay. don't want none of that no more. I don't think Damn. she gave him a Bible for his birthday. Okay, <laughs> on like, camera like for she real him to find for God. Real. That sounds like somebody ordering you a Uber to me. You know what I'm saying? It's time to go. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. Like he really wanted like I'm a goodbye. Like, I mean, he, he had to even make it the, like you know like. He almost pretty much said, I ain't even going to be here next season. Like, like, Yeah, he said, like, this was really <laughs> special to see. Peter makes good TV, though, and he was entertaining he on there. So, whatever. They did a roast of him. It was really funny. Phaedra got up there, um, and she said, you know, she was up there, standing up there portly. And she said that uh, every time she sees Peter, she wants to oh bury him. God. She's like, every time I see you, I want to bury What she said was funny. Because she's like, every time I see you, I want to bury you. you. Look ready. But it's because you're so sharp. Every time I see you, it's just so sharp. <laughs> so it was funny. I'm looking like you're ready to meet the Lord. But that's all she said Cast that was funny. Sharp. I would like to bring to the forefront of this discussion the fact that Phaedra's hypocrisy is so damaging and so dirty her and duality. so filthy. Her her duplicity <laughs> is so nasty and that so it has caused 
the show to for real to sink down lower than it's ever sunk before, and it's all her fault. And it's so funny. Pose cage we talked about. Phaedra is one of those people that if you give her enough rope, she'll hang herself every time. Her whole entire storyline, which I hate that people say that, but whatever, her storyline is built on her being this southern belle who you know, carries herself a certain way, whatever. But you can't play both sides of the fence, baby girl, and not get exposed eventually. And what's happening is we're seeing Phaedra be her true self. That's why we saw her say literally, and I quote, they fucking. We saw her (laughs) say that to Sheree and Portia describing Candy and Shamia's relationship. That's who Phaedra is. She motivates all these things behind the scenes. And her and and Portia are both too dumb to pull it off right. I'm going to give you an example. When she sent Portia that text at that table, Portia wasn't supposed to read that damn text saying that Phaedra was leaving the divorce party mm-hmm. because she didn't think it was right and they were disrespecting the sacrament of marriage, but you got divorced. But they were dis- disrespecting the sacrament of marriage and especially when the host is a trifling whore who tried to text my husband. Like she totally regressed into all this stuff that Apollo made up about Kenya and admitted to making up. Mm-hmm. And Phaedra literally sat down and had a prayer with Kenya about and let it go and said, you have a clean slate with me. And here we go again. She's still bringing it up. Why not be your true self and admit, hey, I'll never get over the fact that something inappropriate took place in the communication between you and my ex-husband. And I ain't going to fuck with you like that. But Phaedra won't do that. She's being fake. And so, but she can't, she's not smart enough to keep it going. And she betrays herself every time. That's what happened. Um, Candy is sick of Portia. I cannot wait for this reunion Can't because we wait. have yet to when see. When is it? it? I don't know. They filmed it Thursday. so oh, it's soon. Yeah, so oh. it'll be within the next, like, three, four weeks. Oh. Um, so and I just can't again. wait. That was great. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta oh, again. Wait, before you go, did you see Kenya on Watch Rappers Live? Yes. She looked beautiful, she too. She looked great. Like, beautiful, great. beautiful. Kenya is a pretty girl. She's always been beautiful. Yeah. You know, she just has her moments. <laughs> <laughs> but when they were talking about uh, the reunion, and her, her and Andy kind of both had like a moment where they were like, "Yeah, it's gonna be," you know, they always yeah, like, it's like, be it is this a lot, one. yeah. But but they looked real like worn, like for Kenya to be looking like that. I was kind of like, damn, because you know she wasn't in the mess and she acting like this because Kenya didn't have a whole lot to do this season. Well, that's because the shop vac, aka Candy Burris, came through and sucked the life out of everybody wow. at that reunion. Yeah. She owed it to everybody. If they not everybody, <laughs> but Phaedra and Portia had it fucking coming at that reunion. Absolutely. And if we know Candy, we didn't watch Candy on TV for what eight seasons. And she always kills this the reunion. Season nine, right? And Candy came on in season two, so we've watched her for literally eight years, and that's why I can take her side wholeheartedly in this whole thing between her and Portia and her and Phaedra because we've seen for eight years that she don't tell, she doesn't talk, she keeps a secret, she protects the friendship they broke the trust, they broke the well it ain't even no girl code, it's a woman code because they all you know have bloomed throughout the flower of women. <laughs> but <laughs> even when they went back on the last episode and show how she held it down for Portia during yeah. the audition. Yeah. He, 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 and Candy's heard... so petty, she's gonna say, I even supported you when you wanted to sing. Ooh. Do you remember <laughs> I thought that was a good one. <laughs> Friend, do you remember he for this? Portia had a song out called Flatline. Why f- pause when? right there? Why would you play yourself, right? <laughs> you already that, can't sing. You're going to put out a song with flat in the title. <laughs> Flatline. You know that was back when I said, Morocco she just don't even want me to have to think, do she? <laughs> she just want she me just to, get, she just want to write the joke down and pass it to, it to yeah. me. When was that? 
El Morocco was still open. This is oh, probably wow. four so, years and ago. She, and she performed that at El Morocco on that same stage Foxy Brown slipped on. And then the club closed. <laughs> then the club closed. Is it something else now? Or I don't even think they changed it to now. nothing else. They still got the El Morocco signs and shit out. They just won't <laughs> let nobody in the door. They said nobody. It's, hard. it's ruined. <laughs> it's, ruined. it's in ruin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The right, Leaning we- Tower of El Morocco, but yes. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, just loving hip hop. Two things, first of all, because we're gonna talk about Little Women real quick. Oh God! <laughs> Many of them, I'm sick of that shit. Now, I understand that they have a small problem with one another or whatever. Oh. You know, then you, you know, it's something that, that you can talk. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I could have, but I didn't that time. <laughs> I understand if you have a small issue that y'all can work out amongst yourselves, you know what I'm saying, after a little talking. But for for them to literally, like, just take something and blow it out of proportion, make it huge when it was so small in the beginning, you know, for them to blow it out of proportion like that, stop making a big deal out of, you know, like like those people stop say. Stop making a big deal out of the, the little, little things, things okay? <laughs> like Like they say. Don't sweat the small I, stuff. You know what I'm I saying? So when Minnie was making a big deal out of out of um, Miss Juicy not coming to her party. Which one is Miss Juicy? With the red hair? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's a star. The one that looks like Roland Martin. She's a star? Mm-hmm. The one... Miss <laughs> Juicy, baby. God. But she does, and I don't mean that in a negative Ooh. way. They literally are... What is it? A doppelganger? Mm-mm. But lowercase, Mm-mm. like that's that's exactly what this is. They look like each other, but I'm telling you something. For many no, to get that not. mad you about Miss Juicy not. and them not coming to that party, it just at the end of the day, I enjoy it when they all get along. But many and the twins be on some bullshit all the time, and they're very petty, and they make big deals out of the most minute circumstances. So like, <laughs> I just I was tired of that. But loving hip hop Atlanta, let's get to that. I told y'all a couple weeks ago that I was going to be intrigued and enthralled by watching this breakdown of Kirk and Rashida's marriage and stuff. I take it all back. Uh-oh. All of it was fake news and alternative facts. I believe so that they really hashed fake? that issue out long ago. When I watched Rashida's reaction, it was so fake. Not a tear was shed. I believe that Kirk does have a baby by somebody else because when she talked to Tammy about it and she was expressing how, you know, she 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 was hurting and the pain of whatever the fuck, that was real. But her confronting Kirk, girl? I think it's that girl, but I think it's some shit that, they ta- that happened and they uh, talked about. And she was like, if we're going to go through this, then we've got to figure out how to monetize it. And so they put it on the show. That's what I believe. I also was completely turned. And for the... And I guess I'm so mad because I feel like I've been had and I've been had bad. I feel like I've been jipped, okay? I've been hoodwinked and bamboozled because I thought it was real, right? And then this week we go to finding out that Jasmine in this ridiculously sorry, messy, gossipy, petty, just you can tell he's just a bad person, this rye guy. You can tell that he's just looking for an opportunity to to, to involve himself and make mess and be visible. And yeah, and he wants to be on TV and it's disgusting. Mm. So much so that not only is he in a relationship with Jasmine and he just got out of jail and they together, he gonna help her take care of the baby she had with Kirk who's married to Rashida. The camera then pans to the other side of the bed and there's another girl 
on the other side of him. So now they're in this relationship, right? Yeah. Her, her mm-hmm. and him. They all go together. My girl got and, a girlfriend. Mm-hmm, they all go together and she got a baby by somebody else that's married to somebody else. And y'all want me to believe that all y'all, of this come is coincide? Like, come and, on. Come on. They just so happen to be fucking the same guy accidentally twice. Oh yeah, both of them messed with Kirk too. So and didn't know. That's that what I'm saying. Was... Like they gave us an inch and just snatched the whole ruler. We gave them an inch, <laughs> they snatched the whole ruler out of our hand. Um, I think all of that is just disgusting to me. Like just I just feel like they're making any attempt that they can to be visible, and I hate it because it takes away from the legitimacy of the show. And that's why reality shows get such a bad rap. That's why people that's are saying blame Mona. How people get emotionally yeah. wrapped up in these storylines. I'm like, yo, I don't even watch it, and just from y'all experience explaining them I'm like that can't be real because because this is how they get you I'm gonna tell you (laughs) the first season is always good and you introduce these the new people that's authentic and then they start doing things for attention to build the characters and get spinoffs and the soaps be good. Like, there be some real parts to them, and then for those real extra fake parts, sometimes those are some great moments, and sometimes they're just some really stupid moments. But for me, as far as, like, Real Housewives, I know those be some real moments. Like, oh, yeah, Married that's, to Medicine, that's different. I know those be some real moments. But Love and Hip Hop, it's literally, like, touch and go. Like, sometimes it be some real shit happening, and then sometimes it be like, oh, yeah, that's from the other storyline. Like, y'all just using that over here now, and it's like, what the fuck <laughs> From are we the doing? other cities? Yeah, like, some of those storylines... Oh I mean, they all have, like, some sort of formulas, right? Like, you know, everybody's got, like, their mamas on the show, and there's the messy mama, and, like, you know, they're, like, even if you translate it over into uh, Bravo VH1, like, Sheree is the messy one. Carly Red is, like, the Sheree of love and hip-hop. Like, there are all these little stupid formulas. Well, go ahead. No, I just feel like it's different levels, right? (laughs) I feel like love and hip-hop is one certain type of reality show, and I feel like the legitimacy that the Bravo shows have been able to maintain and withstand throughout the seasons, I feel like that's what's made them respected a little bit more oh, well, than like yeah. other shows, They're right? They're definitely not on the same level as I don't far feel as... like the Bravo shows, at least like Real Housewives of Atlanta, because it's been around for so long, we're almost at the 10th season, right? So this show was created 10 years <laughs> ago. And I think what made us fall in love with it was that it wasn't, um, you know, cre- formulaic or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't created to a formula. Right. It they, they had ex- pre-existing relationships. They had known each other for years. So like we always talk about the drama and shit was real. These were real issues that those girls had with one another. And I think when you have something like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta where Jessica Dime is there and but they, or even like Little Women Atlanta, how Minnie was mad that Miss Juicy didn't come to her party. So now they get into a screaming match. But even that's on, not real. But even right. on Love and Hip Hop, they they do that all the time and that shit don't be real when they're trying to be like, oh, here's uh, Melissa, right. a famous promoter from Atlanta. Everyone's known all this time even though we ain't seen one cameo of this bitch ever on any of the other shows and now she gets all this camera time <laughs> right. like she's been on for seasons. I'm like, I don't even know who this young ma- uh, lady is. Right. Like, and then you got somebody like Mimi. And this is another. This is what every time I try to give Mimi a chance, she does what what makes me sick. So she sits down at this meeting with the slime bag Rod, who is her ex. They sit down and they start talking Who's about her ex. <laughs> right. So they start talking about this baby that Kirk and Rich Davis, Kirk then had on Rashida. And now I want to know about the baby. You did that to me. You were a scum to me. Is there a baby? Wait, what? And then the way her tone, that's why I said she's hot and cold like that. The way her tone changed. She went from being mad at him for what he did to her in her past to 
asking him questions and almost interviewing him about whether or not this baby, he knows that she had a baby by Kirk, the other girl. Yeah, that was annoying. It was just too much, too fake. It was just... She wouldn't have a sit down with a man she had unfinished business with to get to the bottom of some new business that just happened. That wasn't even hers. I was like, what? This don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> Mimi is just lost. Are there any Swinging of the reality shows that y'all just lost interest because the stories got like too ridiculous? Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You're done? No, but I lost interest. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> That's the truth. I lost interest. Like, are you kind of like burning out? I just I'm I'm invested into some of the storylines and some of the characters, and I can't stop. I have to know how Jocelyn's story ends on. Because it's been show. so many years, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. So I it's like it. I but the Puerto Rican queen now. The Puerto Rican. Oh, she's not a princess no more. Well, no, she still she calls herself baby. the princess, but I still call her queen. Oh. We've got baby Bella, Bonnie Bella out here. <laughs> baby, she named her baby Bonnie Bella. Bonnie Bella Boosie. Stop it. <laughs> Bonnie Bella Boosie. <laughs> I can't stand That would be cute, though. Uh, I mean, in the Jocelyn world. <laughs> I don't really have nothing else to say yeah. about it. Greenleaf was good. Greenleaf is Amen. back on. Oh, I ooh. cannot wait to grow Did you? Oh. I didn't see So you didn't watch didn't last week? I didn't So know. you get to watch two tonight. It's yeah. two. It's two. You watch last week's, and then you know it comes on tonight or oh, tomorrow. Yes. Oh, yeah. So tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight, quote oh, unquote. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, it's really a pick of the litter as far as what you're going to do as far as soap operas are concerned when it comes to rea- reality TV. You got, right. I mean, Bravo shows are all good because, you know, most of those franchises started off with the white women like Housewives of OC, Beverly Hills and all of them. White people just be whiting on each other. White but then to put a white woman on a cast with black women when Housewives was first starting and then to see that black oh, women yeah. actually own this here and to take <laughs> that over, it was just like amazing. I got hit up about being on another one. Did you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Shining, 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 shining. And I, but this time I had a, a real conversation with the producer. I was like, do you know my work? And he was like, I do. I'm very familiar. And I was like, what exactly do you see as a vision that I would contribute <laughs> to a show like this? I was like, I genuinely want to know. I was like, I don't even mean that. So you can like, stop judgment. doing it. I'm just so curious. <laughs> like, I was curious. Like, what, when they were having the board meeting, did they say Fran would be perfect? That one. That one. Mm-hmm. And he was, and it when always comes back to the together. same thing about me being the peacemaker. I'm like, you think I'm going to spend my day letting women fight around me and pull my hair in the, pulling, like, in the middle of the house. That, like, that doesn't help you at all. How would that help me? Pulling strangers together to have sit-downs and shit. He was like, the exposure <laughs> is so massive and it'll take you from digital into the traditional market and that's bigger. And I'm just like, I don't know if that, I want that to be my introduction. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm good. Hell no. Fighting at the Cove. Hell no. <laughs> right. Hell right. No. right. No, I mean... Look, and you know, I'd be a stone's throw away from the cove now, so... And I personally, I think, and I don't know if you guys agree, but I think scripted television is totally making a comeback. Oh, for sure. Like, I think reality was killer. It's had a huge moment, because it was, I mean, since the real world started. That's when it yeah. kind of, right? When the real world started, and when was that? The that was 91, 92, something like that. It Damn, was a long time and ago. it's 2017, and I feel like it's now that scripted television is kind of breaking mm-hmm. <laughs> the reality momentum, like with Issa and um, oh, yeah. Childish Gambino. Like Quality these, product. Yeah, like written pro- with Jordan actors Peele. and storylines and seasons and franchises. Like, I kind of think it's making a comeback. I would do reality TV, but it would have to be done the right way. I would have to show... 
it would depend on what the premise of the show was. And right. it would depend on what I could, just like you said, friend, what I could contribute yeah, like to how make would the show it a value. Make you, right, right. You know what I mean? And we're going to laugh. But, like, <laughs> but, 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 you know, it's going to be good. I mean, laughing is fine, but someone busting a, a bottle right, of wine like, that's over your not, head. Nah, that ain't going to oh, happen no. no damn way. <laughs> But, but, you, but, you, but you know what I'm he saying? It's like, that nice. ain't happening regardless. Okay. Anybody's busting. Oh, Anybody. I mean, I I mean we going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that's it. That's all I want to talk about. What do people want to know? What they're asking us. Thanks again to Bevel for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. There's nothing like getting a smooth, bump-free shave, face or butt, no matter what part of your body it is. And that's exactly why we love the Bevel Razor and Shaving Kit. It was designed from the ground up for people with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Dermatologist approved and proven to prevent and reduce razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. Not of people, simply of razors. That's because the bevel razor uses a single blade which cuts hair above the skin so you can avoid those painful ingrown hairs. There is a reason that 9 out of 10 customers come back month after month, and it is bevel. So you, go to getbevel.com slash friendzone to learn more about your bevel today and order one. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash friendzone to order your bevel shaving kit. Start shaving smarter today with Bevel. Right? It's time to ask for a friend. That's right. Ask for a friend. Wait, is it ask for a friend? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. I was going to say, was... mess it up every week, man. <laughs> and I always get it right and I double, I double back. <laughs> uh, don't forget to email us at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. As per usual, I just like saying that because I say it. Uh, this particular email, the subject is My boyfriend lets other women into his room. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> My boyfriend Q and I have been dating a little over a year now. A few months ago, I moved away from home. That means we're now long distance. Q's female friends and my distrust in platonic relationships has always been a challenge for us. He has one particular friend, Mm -hmm. Shauna, who I've had several issues with. No confrontations, just discussing my issues with my boyfriend and him telling me he'll do better. According to Q, she told him she was feeling him long before I was in the picture. By the time Q and I were a thing, Shauna had somehow ended up, and still is, messing around with Q's roommate instead. When I moved away, (laughs) Q and I had an understanding that we wouldn't have people of the opposite sex in our rooms. I noticed on my very first visit home that Shauna had been in Q's room, along with another one of his female friends, but that's another story. I found out because she signed his chalkboard wall. When I asked him about it, he... So is a damn boy. A fucking chalkboard wall, bro? Um... When I asked him about it, he admitted that she'd been in his room when he was out of town. I was really upset, and he vowed not to have Shauna in the house at all anymore. I told him that was unreasonable since she is now one of his roommate's pieces, but he insisted it would be handled and that he would talk to her about boundaries. Tonight, Q casually texted me that Shauna would be coming over to visit his roommate in about an hour. When I reminded him of his promise to keep her out, he told me he thought it would be okay for her to come since I mentioned that banishing her from the house was unreasonable. I feel like Q just told me what I wanted to hear while I was upset, but planned to do what he wanted regardless. Just like when the bedroom boundary was disrespected. What can we do to help solve this ongoing problem? Love y'all. Friend. What can we do to solve this ongoing problem? First of all, you need to make sure you're talking to the right people. 
you ain't about the right thing. You told him, you know, well, she can't come in the house. So what you want him to do it outside? Well, no. If they going to mess around, they going to mess around anyway. And she's dating Real his shit. roommate, so, well, like, you she can't even fan said, her. But she even said that she acknowledged that they, he was date, uh, that the roommate and the piece were messing around. So that was unreasonable. But he was the one insisting that it was going to be fine. Yeah, because he wanted her to stop on. talking. <laughs> So of course he was like, "No, nah, fuck, that's bullshit. She could, she ain't never got to come back over here. If you, if it means you will stop, that's what that conversation was like. So the well, whole approach, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to just be like, y'all need y'all. There's some conversations that you and him need to have because you guys obviously have trust issues, and sometimes you got to dig around that root first so that you can Preach. figure out mm. the the petty shit. Her, somebody not coming in a room or whatever, all of the, what is that really going to accomplish? If a person wants to do something, they're going to do it anyway. And right. you and your rules that you just miraculously think he's going to follow. <laughs> right. Even after seeing literally the writing on the wall. Okay. <laughs> right. Literally the writing's on the wall and no, you still don't get like. Chalkboard. So I, I think you guys should just you know, spend some time. The chalkboard? No, no, no. I was. Listen to this. I was FaceTiming with someone I was dating, and I could see, yo, this is being, like, women, we're, like, crazy sometimes. I could see behind him, (laughs) he had a dry erase board, and it was, I could see that someone's name was written, and I was like, what name is written on it? (laughs) He looked back like, damn, like, how can you see that? (laughs) I guess he thought it was out of frame. How could I not? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And he was like, oh, he's like, it says Jasmine. I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> In your bedroom? Mm. So I, I feel you, girl. I'm triggered. I'm triggered And mind you. you, a dry erase board. They they literally put the word erase in the title. <laughs> it's one of the easiest things Just to wipe real off. Quick. It's because he didn't think it I was I mean, it don't frame. take nothing. <laughs> like, for real, you, and it's gone. You know what I'm saying? And you left it up there? Yo, wild times, wild times. I I don't know. Like Dustin said, you have some trust issues. Big time. And dating someone and thinking, like you said, that you're going to tell him, you know, put all these restrictions and he's suddenly just going to abide by them. Like, it's always going to be another girl. It won't even be this one. You're going to be worried about the next one and then it's another one. Like, when you have trust issues, everything looks like a nail. (laughs) That's just how it works. So I think you need to kind of... Like Dustin said, dig to the root of the problem. Has he cheated on you before? Like, have you cheated on him before? Have you cheated? True. Have you cheated on him? Like, there's a lot of projecting going on that I think you need to clear out before any relationship you have can work. That's real. Yeah. You know, I normally don't do this, but break up with his ass and go on about your day. And figure Not even because of anything that he might be doing, but you in a different city, you worried about the wrong things. You need to make sure that what you got is going and going versus worried about him. Yes, you worried about Listen, you worried about him having other women in the room. She's already been in the room. She's gonna continue to be in the room. Yeah, this is a lie. You should be studying, girl. Don't even think about him and her being there because she he done told you about her having feelings before you in the picture and all that. I hate to even do this because normally I'm all like this ain't my business break up with his ass and work and go on about your day and come back to him when you move back and you can watch him or do whatever you want to do so you can realize you don't even want to be in a relationship with somebody that you have to watch or worry about like just get your shit together on the side girl just don't even worry about him you long distance don't worry about his ass go get yours and let him get his and then y'all can come back and work on it later if you want to keep him but you don't got to do that just break up with his ass that's what I want to (laughs) say let us know what you do don't if you if you 
just break up with his ass. You ain't writing in like y'all live together and you just need the rent or nothing. <laughs> now, if he hit you or something, tell right. me. This shit brazy. That's real. This man. shit brazy. For real. Let it go. I just don't, Let I, it go! I, I just don't want to be with someone where I would feel like I need to do any of that with. Hearing that you have done that and you were like, what do we have to do to do? No. I'm, aren't you tired? You know, we in I'm this tired stress. for you. Huh. I'm on my Elsa. Them hoes <laughs> never bothered me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's what Elsa that really was about some bitches that's what Elsa was talking about when she was singing let it go them hoes never bothered me anyway <laughs> let it go that was that was that Elsa would be going a, that on. would be a fly ass remix <laughs> but that's all we have for you if you all have any other problems that you need questions comments or concerns on don't forget to email us at thefriendzoneatloudspeakersnetwork.com with that said we were going ahead and get into the black business of the week yes Fran what do you have for mm-hmm. the people I BBW <laughs> black business of the week I like BBW I like my business BBW I like my biz, BBW. I can't. That's a new theme song. So I wanted to shout out Chicago Entrepreneur. I really hope that I am saying your name right, Say Lord. Boyetti Sobaton. Mm-hmm. He was apparently he was having a hard time finding ethnic grocery stores in his city. So he his frustration led him to creating an app called Oja Express. That's O J A Express. The app has one goal, and it's to allow you to order from your favorite African and Caribbean grocery stores from the comfort of your own home. And you can schedule a delivery and all the products you need, seasonings. You know how we have, like, very specific fruit, very specific root vegetables and things that you might not be able to find at a Whole Foods or your local market. I mean, you can barely find shit in the market of Harlem anyways. So I think it's cool that he created this. Like Like I said, yeah, for the African and Caribbean Mm. community. So you can kind of uphold your cultural foods and meals and and regimens um, through this app. So I definitely think it's a brilliant idea. People were asking about the cities he's in. Obviously, if he's just launched this, I can't really tell you what city he's in. You'd have to just test it out and see. But the more we spread the word, the more it'll grow. Right. And that way it can be everywhere. Spread so definitely, the word so you ain't got to get out of bed to order your ethnic-ass groceries. <laughs> so you can get your yucca. So this is Oja what? Express. <laughs> I'm just... I'm who? Uh, who can? <laughs> you can get your you can. Who can? <laughs> two can say. You can. Who can? You can. Two can say. Can or what? <laughs> you can. Is it on sale? <laughs> so you can get two your Bustelo. Can. Do you drink Bustelo coffee? The, that's the little no, brick. The yellow what? brick. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, so OJ Express, OJA Express app. Please support him. I think he's brilliant, and let's get this going in every neighborhood. That's right. And that's right. it for this week's Black Business of the Week. Yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? No, I don't. <laughs> no? Mm-mm. Not yet? Mm-mm. Okay. Asante? Check out GetFuryLive.com for tickets to the show. We will be in your city. Atlanta, I will see you this weekend. Dallas, I will see you this weekend. Yay, cute. Atlanta, you sold out. Yay. Dallas, you can sell out too. Yes. (laughs) 
Um, my only announcement would be my collab video. Well, it's more like the cameo I made for me and skincare series on Refinery29. Yes. The collab video is yes. up. It launched yesterday. It was actually the launch of their whole season. Is that so. your caviar facial? Yes, the $1,000 yes. $1, caviar facial that we did at the Ritz-Carlton. Um, so definitely check out that video on Refinery29's YouTube channel. It's super cute. And, yeah, show love, show support so that they can have more diversity and black beauty and health and wellness-based uh, creatives on their platform as well. So show them that we show up for ourselves. That's right. Love you guys. That's yes. it for us. And we will check you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.